Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. WTLC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And good afternoon and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. Today is Tuesday, January the 9th. Um, And I'd like to start with a thank you. A thank you to everyone uh, who has expressed their condolences and the loss of our colleague uh, WTLC FM's uh, Jerry Wade. Um, As you very well know, yesterday uh, we had to abruptly uh, cut short uh, our show. Uh, due to the breaking nature of the news of his passing and the need uh, to meet with our our WTLC uh, Radio 1 Indianapolis family, uh, station staff, uh, once the news uh, had been uh, confirmed. So uh, for those of you wondering uh, what was going on yesterday and why there was no second half of the show, um, that is why uh, we have uh, rescheduled. Uh, One of our segments for later this afternoon. The other segment um, has been scheduled for uh, next week, a week from today. Uh, The one scheduled for later this afternoon uh, we'll be telling you about uh, um, in just uh, a few moments. But again, um, as you can well imagine, it's been an emotion-filled past uh, 24 hours. Uh, Karen Vaughn, um, our operations manager and uh, WTLC FM midday host, uh, is sitting in with us right now. Um, she's uh, she she has been an absolute angel uh, with all of us uh, from you know from the start uh, to right now uh, and beyond. And uh, Karen, um, thank you uh, for coming in and, and sitting with us uh, on this day. Uh, as You're I was welcome. saying, it's it's been an emotional field past twenty four hours, and uh, you never prepared. Uh, for anything like that, but I I have to say what a blessing the outpouring has been uh, with our, our our listeners, our friends, everybody. The outpouring has been unbelievable. It absolutely has. Um, first, thank you for um, allowing me to join you today. Thank you for um, being with us. No problem. Mm-hmm. I'm running a, a little behind because downstairs, um, IMPD dropped off donuts. And then Aww. the owner, Chris, stopped by and said hello. And we're right here on the circle giving out Pacer tickets until um, supplies last. And um, mm. then a, another woman came in with an arrangement in flowers um, oh from our listeners as well. So Jerry has touched Ooh. so many people that mm-hmm. it just shows the light mm-hmm. that he that he was and the seeds that he planted. You know, it's not about watching yourself bloom, but mm-hmm. pouring into others so that, mm-hmm. so that they would. And when I think of planting seeds, I think of all the people that Jerry poured into and planted seeds into, mm-hmm. and he is seeing 
that right now. Mm -hmm. He may not be with us in the physical, Mm -hmm. but he's seeing the outpouring of love that everyone has for him and will have uh, for him. And um, just our prayers going out uh, to his family um, who have been an extension of this radio station for 35 years Mm -hmm. that Jerry uh, graced the airwaves. And, you know, we're, we're all sad, but we know Jerry would want it to be a celebration. We'll say, no, get up. Yeah. Celebrate. We're going to have fun. And um, I'm hearing that in my mind and in my head, I'm just hearing his Mm -hmm. voice saying that. And that's, that's helping us get through. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, it it really does help a lot because uh, you're right. In the natural, we we we're human and we're in the natural, but but we all know that there's more uh, mm-hmm. to that. And the spirit uh, that that enveloped him and the spirit that he shared with so many people around here, it's, it's coming through, uh, and that is comforting. Yes, that is is quite comforting, and I I can just tell that our entire uh, Radio One family is feeling very, very comforted right now. It's it's not that we're not sad, and you know, it's not that we're not going to miss him because we will terribly, but um, we we are feeling comforted, and we want to let everyone know that we do, uh, we do thank you. But this is what he loved. This mm-hmm. is, I mean, and boy, did it show because he he loved being behind the microphone and in front of a crowd uh, at a party. Uh, he and it it was just uh, it was it was something to see, and it never change the level of enthusiasm did not change over 30 some years he just kept it the same so uh but yes definitely uh thoughts and 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 prayers go out to his family uh and other friends here but um yeah we uh we have a special tonight is that correct it was yesterday we did it we did it it last Last night night. okay yeah yeah yeah. i know that we were talking about doing something Mm -hmm. And we have been, uh, so last night at 7 o'clock. Last night at 7. At 7. Of course, we um, went on air to Mm -hmm. kind of break the news to those that that Uh, hadn't heard yet. And uh, most of the staff was here and just, you know, celebrating the life of Jerry and our stories and our memories and Mm -hmm. what he meant to Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And we continue today at at 10 o'clock. Linda Elsie Clemens called in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Liz Faith Dixon called in. And, you know, just having... um, time with people Mm -hmm. that were close to Jerry and felt his presence. Mm -hmm. So we've been continuing that. And I feel like the tributes will will go on as, you know, listeners call in and those that were close to him or knew him or touched Mm -hmm. by him in any kind of way, call in. We, we welcome that, you know, we're, we're helping each other through this, through this process. And, and last night we were, uh, we, you know, I was aware of that. And you came on earlier today too. I came came on earlier today. Yeah. And, um, we we I, we were aware of of that last night, but you know my phone was people were calling and and texting and everything so much, and they were hearing mm-hmm. uh, the the tributes uh, that that were taking place last night, and uh, so you know last night was a wonderful thing to to all throughout the day, uh, you know maybe not necessarily as formalized as last night, but. They will be, and and we'll we'll share, uh, you know, once we know uh, information about yeah. how the public can pay their respects to Jerry, and if the mm-hmm. family has any request for acknowledgments and of uh, of, uh, of grief and, and things of that nature. But for now, um, we just wanted to let everyone know uh, that we appreciate them, mm-hmm. uh, we thank them, and um, hey, uh, keep listening to us and uh, keep praying for us. Yeah, and I, I have the official statement um, from his family. Oh, okay, um, good, good. That uh, I received uh, last night, mm-hmm. and um, it reads, it is with a heavy heart 
that our family announces the passing of our beloved Jerry Wade. Mm -hmm. Jerry, a.k.a. The Lover Man, Mm -hmm. was one of the most recognized voices in the Indianapolis community, and he will be missed. As you might imagine, we are devastated as a family. We know how much he meant to his listeners and community and will provide more details on honoring him and his legacy. Mm. We hope that you will respect our privacy in this difficult time, the Wade family. And that's exactly what we will do, and we will follow their lead with what Jerry's wishes are and and theirs. And theirs as well. And Mm -hmm. you know what? I, I will share that with our listeners again before the end of the uh, before the end of this show before the end of this show, I would be happy to do that. Okay, uh, and share that that statement again. Okay, uh, because that's that's important to do. Yep. But yeah, um, you know he was a lot of fun. We we the earlier on your show we shared he was a lot of fun, the life of the party. And so, uh, uh, in that vein, um, you know we 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 have to we have to stay uplifted. We have to stay uplifted. We so, do indeed. Yep. Karen, thank you so You're much welcome. for being with us. Uh, thank you for uh, having me. Oh, my goodness, yes, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and we will have more. Uh, again, I will share that statement uh, from the Wade family uh, a little bit later in the show. Um, as I was saying uh, today, uh, some of the uh, show that we rescheduled for uh, from yesterday, we'll have today at uh, 2 o'clock. It'll be... Um, uh, the Indiana Civil Rights Commission. I wanted to, there's another announcement that we wanted to share with you. Our uh, Radio One Promotions uh, Director, David Gray, wanted everyone to know that today's planned food and meal distribution at the Indianapolis Urban League has been moved to Thursday due to weather mm-hmm. uh, concerns. And so uh, we want everybody, if you were over there, we apologize. We wanted to get this to you as early as we could, and so we're going to repeat that several times during the show as well. But if if you were looking for the food and meal, the monthly food and meal food distribution uh, at the Indianapolis Urban League, uh, it will be held this week. Uh, It's just been moved back a couple of days due to weather concerns. Uh, So uh, look for it on Thursday morning, 10 a.m., same location, the Indianapolis Urban League headquarters, 777 Indiana Avenue, 10 o'clock until um, everything is gone. Uh, And uh, as we do every month, uh, there are food and supplies to be distributed for up to 500 families, usually a few more, usually a few more, but um, up to 500 families. And and we apologize for any inconvenience that this may have caused uh, you, but... Uh, again, the weather was a concern. Uh, safety is always a concern. Mm-hmm. Um, and we always share this announcement with uh, the caveat that uh, weather permitting. Uh, and if weather changes the plans, it's for uh, the safety of the volunteers and uh, the recipients uh, in the distribution. So, again, apologize if it's inconvenient, but it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's coming up Thursday, 10 a.m. So the food and meal distribution has been rescheduled uh, and will be held Thursday at 10 a.m. at Urban League headquarters. Um, a little later uh, this hour, around 1.30 or so, uh, City County Councilor, City County Council Majority Leader Maggie Lewis uh, is going to be joining us. Last night was the first City County Council meeting of the new year. Uh, Karen, it's always, you know what? I, I, I'm getting a little spoiled though, because I can watch it online (laughs) and and if I can't get back downtown on time or if I'm, if I'm still downtown, I can slide over there to the city and even easier now because I'm right. Probably could walk, uh, over to the sea. I know I could. You're not far. I am not far at all. (laughs) I got my little Fitbit on and can get my, get my steps in. But, uh, the fact that it's online that, that you can watch it, but. Uh, it's important. Uh, the city county council meeting for the first uh, the first meeting of the year, and she is uh, she's going to come in and give us a recap of that. 
Uh, and again, uh, Greg Wilson, the executive director of the Indiana Civil Rights Commission, uh, is going to be sharing with us uh, next hour uh, some awards and recognition in honor of MLK that they are going to be giving out um, in honor of the holiday uh, later this week, I believe on Friday. But he'll be here today at uh, 2 o'clock. So we've got quite a bit lined up for you. Uh, 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008 is our brand new listener line, brand new number. Uh, if you want to call in, we'll talk to you. We always do. Uh, li- Lifestyles with Eric, how are you? Hey, Tina. Happy Taco Tuesday. Just thought I'd say hello. hello. And I just wanted to uh, send my condolences out to the uh, Wade family. Uh, mm-hmm. Jerry Wade was a very special man. I didn't know him super personally, but mm-hmm. I can tell you a small story uh, and that we met. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had met him at the uh, gas station on 16th and uh, Illinois at the Shell. Mm-hmm. He was in his Porsche. This was probably 15 <laughs> years ago. That's and, his signature. Uh, his signature vehicle is his Porsche. There you go. Yeah. I like Porsches, too. So, you know, I'm a car guy. Do, so do you have I, one, Lifestyles? I know you got a vet. That's going to be my next. That's, that's your next, next one. one. Okay. I know that's you're a car next. guy. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. And Karen, so, Karen is still here with us, too. So Karen Vaughn still Hi. Hi. Uh, hey. So I had just I knew who he was, but he didn't know me, of course. And mm-hmm. I said, "Excuse me, mm-hmm. Mr. Wade. Um, I got a question. Um, everybody tell because I that's actually at the time that I was delivering down at the Emmis Building, and everybody mm. that I would run into would say, "You have got the radio voice." So oh. <laughs> he said, uh, "What's your name, man?" I said, "Eric." He said, uh, "Eric, you got it. You got that voice." try it i never tried it but i did start the podcast so Uh um being on the radio is something i dreamed of i I will i am dreaming of having a show at some point um you know i I don't know maybe i can get my foot in the door at some point but i will say that he told me to go for that dream because he said you got the voice for it i'm hearing it right now you got the voice eric so try it so i'll just like to say i appreciate him telling me to go for it and i'm following my dream slowly but i'm doing it so uh, entertainment is what I'm into, and he told me to do it, and I'm doing it. So yeah, well, I just want to say kudos to Jerry Wade, and thank you, man. And we appreciate all those nice songs you played late at night. The mm-hmm. ladies appreciated your voice, <laughs> and they loved your voice. And that's the reason why I kind of perfected my voice, because mm-hmm. Jerry Wade's voice was impeccable uh, over the radio. Absolutely yeah. impeccable. So yeah. all we appreciate right. you, Jerry. Thanks. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you for uh-huh. that story. Thank you, Lifestyles. And, and I, he, he did play the jams. He played mm-hmm. them at night. Uh, and, and everybody would uh, – that, that was a very uh, highly listened to show. Um, very uh, – le- le- very – Soothing. I mean, you know, I I enjoyed. It was it. a mood. It was a mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. a, a mood that she would get into the, toward the end of the day. Uh, Brian, go ahead. How are you, Brian? Um, hello. 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 Yes. Um, I just want to um, give a brief statement on um, the impact Jerry made um, mm-hmm. on on my life. I'm um, just a local activist in town and um, met Jerry about. 20 years ago and um, through a friend of mine, Kenneth Fallon. And um, just one thing I can always uh, remember about Jerry, uh, that, um, you know, the people he came in contact with, who even wasn't maybe the most popular people, um, Mm -hmm. he always made you feel like that you were special, that you were the star. and we always knew that he was he was the star, but um just just want to um say that 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 was a great example um that I try to take on moving forward in my life 
um, not so much worry about um, the accolades, and um, but I want my legacy to be how I made people feel. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Jerry made everyone feel like a star around him. And um, I just want to let his family know that we appreciate him for that. <clears throat> yes. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Karen, you saw you worked with him for a long time, side by side. You you saw that every day or every time, you know, every instance you saw an example of what our callers uh, are talking about. Yeah, I, you know, God has a funny way of doing things because mm-hmm. I, I am now on my third stint at WTLC. Your third? My third. Okay. And each one, Jerry Wade was there. <laughs> okay. Um. But it's, I can I can share a story that when I started mm-hmm. in February of 2000, and I came in, I trained with Jerry Wade. So every night mm-hmm. during the quiet storm, mm-hmm. uh, Jerry would train me on the board, talk to me about the city of Indianapolis, and just his thoughts on radio and where we should be and where we can go, and you know how um, how to interact with listeners. You know, not that I didn't know how, but he wanted to give his take you know when it came to branding uh jerry was doing that first before anyone else jerry had jerry jerry's angels he had his posters and his Mm -hmm. pictures and handing them out and he knew how to market and he knew how to market himself and i appreciated him taking that time with me um early in my career and and early here uh, at wtlc um and just pouring into me the way he did and then and at that time, I was midday talent mm-hmm. and then music director. And then about 10 years later, I come back as program director. And he's mm-hmm. like, you just never know. <laughs> you never know how somebody's going to come back in your life. Yeah. And we would laugh about that all the mm-hmm. time. And mm-hmm. I would work late and, you know, waiting for 7 o'clock because I knew he was here. And then, you know, we would still have those conversations mm-hmm. and conversations about life and, and our goals and what we wanted to accomplish. Jerry was always about how are we going to make this money, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> so um, this third time was was special because... Um, when I came back, he knew I was coming back, but I didn't say anything to him. Mm. And, um, mm. we would have that, that conversation. And one thing about this time around is unfortunately in the last year, we lost someone that was very close to us. I lost my dad. He lost his brother. Mm. And, and through that, our Monday meetings became more than, mm. you know, program director and talent. Um, they always were, but it was just a little deeper this time because we were both grieving our, our loved one. And, mm. Uh, we would go and, and get coffee or mm-hmm. walk the circle. We would never sit in my office anymore like mm-hmm. that. It was over. Mm-hmm. Um, and yesterday at 4 o'clock, we were to, to work out. So I, I came workout ready. I was excited because he had been working out a couple of weeks before me. I was like, oh, you already started. Yeah, right, you already right. started. You were post, shooting yeah. hoops and in the yeah. sauna and mm-hmm. uh, on the treadmill. And I was like, yeah. And then um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that didn't happen. But we all have Jerry by our side still. Mm-hmm. I said earlier, he's not here in the physical, mm-hmm. but he is cheering you on from heaven. Yeah. He is cheering yeah. you on. Spirit is very easy to feel. Very much easy to feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. Uh, Rick, go ahead. How are you? Uh, good afternoon, ladies. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, sorry to be calling on this occasion. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I'm just sorry the whole thing happened. Mm-hmm. I was in awe like everybody else yesterday. But when this does happen to someone, 
we always hear these positive stories about what a bright and shiny person they were. Mm -hmm. And after a while, it gets to be kind of like, hey, are we supposed to say that? And, you know, are we supposed to just say that about everybody? Because you hear it about everybody. But I had the privilege of meeting Jerry Wade, and this was back in the late 80s. I was managing a furniture store, and his cousin used to – I think my sister sent his cousin in there to me. And she um, she was buying or building a house or something. And over a few months' time, she purchased a lot of furniture from him. And she and I got so close that she told me once, she said, hey, the Wade family is having, I don't know if it was a matinee or just some kind of set, but it was an evening thing. And it was at some place up on Keystone. And she said, I'd like for you to come. And I want to introduce you to some of my family members. And I said, cool. So I, Friday was my off day. I went up there, and I had a good time. And she said, you know, I want to introduce you to Jerry Wade. And I was like, Jerry Wade is on the radio. She said, yeah, you know. So she introduced him to me, and she hyped me up and said, you know, that I was a great furniture guy, and if you need anything, come see me, you know, this and that. Well, you know, I met him, and he was so cool. Then he turned around, and he says, Rick, before you leave, he said, I want to introduce you to the most beautiful lady in radio and in um, TV broadcasting. He said, this is my wife, Tina Cosby, you know, and I was in awe, you know, two golden voices right there beside me, you know. And um, ever since that, ever since that, whenever I run into him somewhere, it seems like he stops and throws his hand out and walks toward me and, you know, gives me dap and everything. And my wife would be like, where do you know Jerry Wade from? How do you know Jerry Wade? And I would just say his cousin introduced me to him a long time ago, and I run into him at certain places. I said, but the guy remembers. I doubt if he knows my name. But he knows my face, and he always lights up when he sees me. And then I hear everybody say that. So, I mean, I'm a testament. He was just that yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, he, he, he really was. You know, the, the interesting thing uh, about Jerry, a.k.a. the lover man, uh, was that he thoroughly enjoyed that uh, that mood, that space, you know, mm-hmm. the romantic and talking to people and giving them advice on relationships and things of that. He really enjoyed that. And then there was another side that he could not get a party hyped up enough. I mean, he was just the opposite, <laughs> of, you know. And so there were so many sides, but every side was a true and accurate depiction of him. It was just, you know, you know, which one did you catch? Mm-hmm. And so, so Rick, yeah, you're right. He he truly was. Uh, he truly was like that, um, and was very encouraging of people that wanted to get into the business, much like he did. Mm-hmm. He was very encouraging of that. Very supportive. I'm just glad we had him here locally. Yes, yes, we we were absolutely. Very absolutely. Thank you, Rick. We appreciate it. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. And I think some people may have been a little surprised at you know it, when he would show up at a party and, mm-hmm. and get that party just rocking and rolling, have people doing all kinds of crazy, crazy stuff, and they're like, "This is the lover man." You know, he's the quiet cool. Storm. Yeah, the quiet stuff, right? Relax, yeah, hey, hey. chill. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, turn up a party. <laughs> indeed, party indeed. rocker. So and. Indeed, indeed. So that was always uh, fun to watch that transition. 317-972-3008. Tina Cosby here uh, with Karen Vaughn, the great Karen Vaughn. Uh, three, boy, a uh, three-time, three-time winner right here <laughs> with uh, the Indianapolis Stations of Radio 1. Karen, what uh, what brought you back each time? What do you think? Uh, opportunity. Okay. So the yeah. first, the, so let's see trying to think back Mm -hmm. 2011 is when I came back the second time I I was actually back with Radio 1 in Cleveland Mm -hmm. and I was the assistant program director music director midday talent and I got a call from my OM that said we're thinking about bringing you 
um, to another market to be a program director, and it's a market you've been in. I didn't think it was Indianapolis. I was like, Baltimore, Miami. <laughs> and then he was like, Indy. I was like, really? Yeah. Right? So, yeah. you know, coming back. And it, Indy has just been that special place where mm-hmm. I was able to get my footing. And yeah. Jerry was a big was a big part of that. Every time that I left, he 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 cheered me on. And then this past time, I was asked to come back um, from Philadelphia, and this market just means so much to me. Uh, the staff mm-hmm. and the people mean so much to me. And to be able to come back mm-hmm. and uh, work with with King and with Jerry, mm-hmm. and then finally working with you, mm-hmm. it felt like the right fit in the right time, and okay mm-hmm. to come back. A lot of times, like you can't come back. You mm-hmm. you know you you yeah, soar even, right, yeah, but it, there it's okay to come back and yeah. um you know the, it's it's, yeah. it's 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 been a blessing yeah and it, we're, we're so happy to have you back we're glad you kept you know what it, it you you're meant to be here mm-hmm. you you were meant to be here because the forces that kept bringing you back there was a reason you were meant to be here but the, the interesting thing there was another story mm-hmm. jerry had not always wanted you know we, we talk about how he always wanted to be in radio and nothing he didn't want to do anything other than he always wanted to be right here at hey, wtlc yeah he didn't want to go anywhere else no, that was his dream job, and boy, did he live the dream. You know, when we we talked to people in the way, how you doing? Living the dream, he really did. Literally. Because WTLC was his landing spot from day one. That was the intended landing spot, and I don't know if enough people know that. That yeah. that was it. And yep. he had opportunities to yes. leave, yeah, to, to do more. This is exactly what he wanted to do. How he. Mm-hmm. wanted to do it and you knew each and every time mm-hmm. when he was on the air and he would say on W T L C he would take his time because mm-hmm. he is believing and seeing in himself that mm-hmm. I achieved my mm-hmm. dream. Mm-hmm. So why not encourage others to live yeah. there? So yeah. you know, encouragement, uh impact, authenticity, just genuine mm-hmm. are, are the words that I think of when yeah. I describe Jerry Wade mm-hmm. and in- how he lived his life. You know, it's so difficult. And we, we've been in this business, mm-hmm. um, and, and we know how we – I've moved around, you've moved around, how rare it is to be in one place on the air. Uh, at successfully. The, at the, successfully, I was going to say, <laughs> at the top of your game uh, for more than three decades. I mean, that's just uh, – it just doesn't happen. It just mm-hmm. simply does not happen. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines, 317-972-3008. Uh, is, it, is it – let me see. I don't know. Boss, is that is that the name there? Boss. Yes, yes. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Ah oh, man, I'm I'm a little somber. This is my uncle right here that just died. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. This dude here is the reason why I am who I am. Mm, okay. As far as music is concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he would know me by Um uh, He had a little program a while back, actually 20, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, in which he it's called Five Minutes of Fame. And my father sent him my, my music to him, and it said, 11 years old, Funkadelic Boss, blah, blah, blah. And so he played it for everybody <laughs> to hear. And then, and that was the first time I ever got on the radio. And ever since then, he's always been an uncle to me. He came and saw me at my job. I worked downtown at the Starbucks. Mm-hmm. came and gave me some free tickets to the Cabaret or Cabaret, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And, and just came and showed love. And that's that's and. He was, oh my God, man, it sucks. Just, just, like, it was such a shocker mm-hmm. to hear that my uncle, who I was just getting ready to reach out to for my new music, mm. he's gone. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? He's a pioneer to this city when it comes to local music. Mm-hmm. When it came to the people around here in the local scene, he had Jerry Wade's Eastside Teen Jam, he had mm-hmm. Jerry Wade's Hot Cuts. 
yep. where we all got our hair cut. You know what I mean? This, these are things that started major movements in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just want to thank him, and I'm going to miss him dearly. We appreciate that. We really appreciate that. Thank you for sharing that with us. And again, it was his city. He he loved it. He wanted to plant roots here. He wanted to be right here at WTLC, uh, and and on the radio right here at WTLC. That's that's exactly what he wanted to do. Uh, Greg, go ahead. How are you? Yes, I'm doing fine. I, well, I didn't know um, Jerry personally. I did. I've been to his house several times as a teenager. Um, he's probably several years behind me i i grew up with his brother larry yes and yes hope, larry yeah. and i hope that's not the one that passed but uh, um, larry has passed he passed several years ago but 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 well, go ahead go ahead yeah i grew up with his brother larry we all went to school number one at 36 and gale uh-huh. mm-hmm. and they lived about two blocks um they lived about two blocks uh mm-hmm. west mm-hmm on East 36th Street, and okay. I spent a lot of time there. But um, I imagine Jerry's probably about ten years younger than me, so uh, he was probably he was probably yeah, walking around in Pampers and stuff when I when I was running around with Larry. But I just wanted to give condolences. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a I have a cousin. I don't know if he works for the station or not, DJ Gus. But um, he's been in. You know, as, as a DJ for years, I'm not sure if he's with uh, Radio or Urban One or not. But I didn't, like I said, I didn't know Jerry hardly at all. But I think I did talk to him one time on Facebook and remind him that I used to run around with his big brother. But I just wanted to give, to give condolences for having that, uh, even for having that relationship mm-hmm. or that in common. We appreciate it. And uh, thank yes, you. Yep, thank you very much. Um, Reverend Alexander, go ahead. How are you? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, and on behalf of the concerned clergy president, Pastor mm-hmm. David W. Green Sr., we certainly want to offer our condolences and prayers to Jerry's family, mm-hmm. to the Radio One family, and honestly, our entire community, because Jerry's one of ours. He's He was one that uh, the community certainly embraced, and that's because of his humble and he had a modest spirit. So Jerry will certainly be missed. And uh, as many know, I've been hosting the Concerned Clergy radio show, which airs on Wednesday at 7. Mm-hmm. And when we were on the, uh, uh, when we were at the St. Joseph's building, Jerry's show would be right next to the studio we were in. And once we were done at 8 o'clock, I could always uh, be assured that Jerry would come in. He'd sit down in uh, that chair in the studio, and we would just talk about life and just talk about, you know, things that he was passionate about. And I love those conversations. They'll be missed, and he's truly one that, uh, once again, the community – uh, as as we go back over the decades in which, you know, he served the community. He did it because he loved the community. So uh, once again, our hearts, prayers, thoughts go out to his family, the Radio One family, and our entire community. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for that. Yeah, Reverend Alexander, thank you. Jeff, go Appreciate ahead. You. How are you? Uh, hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. And, uh, and, you know, I was wondering what happened to you guys yesterday, but now I know, and I just want to give up my condolences to Mr. Wade and his family. He's uh, He will be truly missed. You know, he, was la- he was one of the last of the old school mm-hmm. DJs. You know, you mm-hmm. mix it up. I really enjoyed this program, and 
I met, I had the pleasure of meeting him uh, at uh, Amos Brown's uh, ceremony when when Amos mm. passed away several mm. some years ago. And Jerry, you know, was working the crowd. He was very personable and very engaging, and mm. you know, just a, a wonderful guy. You know, and uh, uh, you know, very likable, very likable gentleman. And uh, told him I always enjoyed his show, and I told him that you probably contributed to the birth weight in this city. <laughs> he would have loved to have heard that. Yeah, he would have loved that. Yeah, because, you know, he played some really, you know, some old oh, Marvin yeah. Gaye mm-hmm. and Smokey Robertson mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Earth, Wind & Fire, the Isley Brothers, and I like that, you know. So, uh, yeah, you know, I was really shocked. You know, I mean, we're around the same age and all that. And, uh, and uh, you know, he, he was a wonderful gentleman. And I just thought, once again, I just want to Give my condolences to him and his to him and his family, and uh, he'll he'll be a uh, some big shoes. He'll be some, some big shoes to fill there, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, he was definitely a, an icon in the, the TLC legacy there, and uh, so uh, once again, uh, uh, my condolences. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Um... Yeah, I I don't know that you you fill shoes um, or space. You you just move in a different. You just move on um, in a different because that's 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 not a thing that anybody can do. He can't really yeah. fill his shoes, shoes uh, are cemented. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. They're they're yeah. they're cemented. Um, not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. They are a reminder of a great man who lived life unapologetically and authentically himself and loved what he did and just thinking of him in his footsteps that he loved what he did he did not work a day in his life and he smiled through it all good days bad days and he encouraged others and if we can be half of what Jerry Wade was and continues to be in our hearts we are better for it absolutely uh final call and then we'll have to go to commercial break and and move on uh manny you get the last call go ahead how are you hey how you doing tina and good. um, thank you let me tell you karen uh, karen vaughn (laughs) the the karen vaughn is here with us yes hey how you doing karen how you doing karen i'm doing all right thank you for calling thank you for asking hey i remember when i met you karen uh at the legacy concert we took pictures and everything that that was a beautiful Mm -hmm. beautiful concert they had over at the uh old national National center Center. yes yes it was a good time yeah uh yeah uh i'm a local dj here in town uh everybody called me dj manny fresh and uh and uh, we had a uh, family reunion up at uh, Golden Hill Park. Oh. And, you know, how Jerry used to drive that convertible around. And he uh, stopped, and uh, he was just looking for uh, places to go to see people, you know, out and about and partying and stuff, you know. And uh, and uh, he came up, and uh, I had a, a extra microphone, and he introduced himself. He said, hey, I'm DJ uh, uh, Jerry Wade from WTLC, and I had my microphone, and he went around and met all the family and everything. I mean, he, he was just a special person. I mean, he he was personable, like like he didn't ever meet no strangers. He was mm-hmm. he was just one of them, he was just one of them uh, type of genuine, hearted people. He he loved the party. He said he said crank it up, DJ Manny Fresh, crank it up. I mean, I mean he made everybody feel like you know. Like on top of the world that day it was a beautiful day, sunny day, and he it just his smile was infectious, and we gonna we gonna miss him. It's, it's, it's like uh, like the last call just said, it's so big feel, shoes to fill, 
uh, uh, on the uh, quiet storm. It's going to be, you know, so whoever whoever takes the position in that chair right there, you know what I'm saying, you know, they, they, they found a, a, a legend. So uh, my condolences to him, to, to his family, and uh, we love Jerry Wade, and God bless all of y'all at Radio 1 and WTLC. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. Thank you, Manny. And, and, and what a wonderful call to uh, to end on. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that, that the tributes would, I, I mean, that it, it's just it's just indicative. Yeah. It's indicative of what he shared. And um, I, I think he would have loved this. I think he is loving this. I'm like you. I yeah, think he is loving yeah. this. So there there we go. But Karen, again, yeah. thank you so much for being with us. You're more than um, welcome. And we'll be talking again soon because yes. uh, we, we're going to keep our listeners informed. Yes. Um, as we move through. Uh, the process. So we'll be back with more Community Connection right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310 95.1 FM Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here. Um, Again, would like to thank the lovely Karen Vaughn, uh, Radio One Indie Operations Manager, midday host on WTLC FM, uh, for coming in and sharing with us um, uh, about the late, uh, now late uh, Jerry Wade, longtime WTLC FM uh, disc jockey personality, community, uh, uh, just community favorite. Uh, you know, he passed away, as you know, uh, yesterday, and we're still uh, grappling with it, but. Um, you know, we're working our way through it. And so Karen's uh, leadership has gone a long way in helping us all uh, to get through it. And I thank you all uh, for your calls and condolences and comments. Uh, we really, really do um, appreciate it. Uh, wanted to, we are awaiting um, City County Councilor Maggie Lewis. I do believe she might be coming on with a recap of last night's City County Council meeting. Um, uh, hopefully we can get her on before uh, the top of the hour. Uh, the other information I wanted to share with everyone, uh, once a month, or you know, as you very well know, there is a food and meal distribution at the Indianapolis Urban League. Um, that was scheduled for today, uh, but due to weather concerns, uh, it has been rescheduled. It has been postponed until this Thursday, so day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. I'm sorry if anyone went uh, this morning, uh, and that there was nothing there. We got the information late. Uh, we were giving it to you as soon as we got it. Uh, but um, they, there were some concerns about uh, the weather, the driving rain, which could have been snow, uh, you know, with forecast and meteorologists and things of that nature. We never, ever, ever really know uh, what's going to happen. Although we do know uh, that there was a strong possibility that all the snow that fell overnight uh, would turn into rain for the day. But um, safety uh, is number one. Uh, and uh, the Urban League, the Indianapolis Stations of Radio 1, and all of our uh, volunteer organizations, we want to look out for our volunteers and we want to look out for those uh, that we are serving. And if weather poses any sort of uh, a danger or a threat or even a concern, uh, we will back away from it uh, for that particular day and time and get it on another day because we want everyone uh, to get their distributions uh, in a safe uh, and convenient and easy way. Uh, we do continue with our COVID safe drive through, our touchless COVID safe drive through. 
um, it, it, that started with COVID, you know, it, it didn't change. We, you know, even though the emergency, the COVID emergency was lifted, COVID never went away, as a lot of people have found out. Uh, during uh, the Thanksgiving holiday and now during the Christmas holiday, COVID and some other things. So uh, we just uh, we just kept that that model that that template there, so to speak. Uh, so all you have to do is just drive through. Our volunteers will put your food uh, and supplies in your vehicle, and you can just keep it moving. So that's that's how it goes. But again, uh, today we weren't sure which way the weather was going to go, uh, and um, to be on the safe side. Uh, we changed that to Thursday, uh, this Thursday, 10 a.m., 777 Indiana Avenue. Again, 777 Indiana Avenue. Uh, for those who may not, you know, may be going to for the first time, uh, the best place to line up is at the uh, the Phillips, uh, the Phillips, um, I think, uh, oh, my goodness, the Lutheran Church. Yeah, I think it's the, the Lutheran Church right there on MLK. Um, it's just about a, a block around the corner from Indiana Avenue. So you'll see the cars when you get in that vicinity because there's still some construction um, and a couple of little uh, detours that you have to take. But you, you you can still do the drive-through, and it'll still be held. So food and meal uh, distribution, Indianapolis Urban League and the Indianapolis Stations of Radio 1 has been postponed um, until this Thursday starting at 10 a.m. Um, I want to share with you, I, I told Karen uh, Vaughn that we would share uh, with you the uh, the family statement from the, the statement from the family of Jerry Waite. And um, again, we want to thank you uh, for your calls and condolences because that means a lot to the Indianapolis family here of Radio One. Um, and the, the family statement is uh, reads, uh, it is with a heavy heart that our family announces the passing of our beloved Jerry Wade. Uh, Jerry, also known as the Lover Man, was one of the most recognized voices in the Indianapolis community, and he will be missed. As you might imagine, we are devastated as a family. We know how much he meant to his listeners and community, and will provide more details on honoring him and his legacy. We hope you will respect our privacy in this difficult time signed uh the wade family and so uh therefore uh, we do uh share that from his family you've heard from us uh you've heard from his family and um we we certainly do um appreciate it uh 317-972-3008 317-972-3008 uh also uh this week um we we got off to you know a little bit of a different start and as you very well know um, due to the passing of Jerry, but we're, we're, we're getting things back on track. And one of the things that we want to share with you uh, this week, if we can, as many as we can, uh, MLK holiday observances uh, and, and events and activities. And one of those uh, that's about to be shared is going to come up, is coming up today at 2, uh, Indiana Civil uh, Rights Commission. Uh, they have some reward, you know, awards and some recognition uh, and some things to uh, to share with you and some opportunities for you to uh, to participate. So uh, we'll be doing that. Um, as uh, as you very well know, we also knew for this year, not only do we have a new phone number, 8317-972-3008, we have a new technical producer. Uh, his name is AJ. And AJ, we, we're loving having AJ here with us because uh, AJ, you know, shares his thoughts with us as well. So, um yeah, uh, AJ, uh, it is uh, it's it's a good thing 
um, that the King holiday is is uplifted and upheld as much as it uh, it, it has been. Um, have you ever uh, per- participated in any of the you know any of the events since the since the occasion has been a federal holiday? What are your What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't think I have. Not here in Indianapolis. Okay. Um, I've celebrated back home. And, well, it's not home anymore. Indianapolis is home now. But mm-hmm. in my hometown of Chicago, I've celebrated quite a bit of times. There was always something going on on King mm-hmm. Day weekend. So mm-hmm. we always had something to do, uh, whether it be uh, just a, a gathering for the kids, and like uh, mm-hmm. they handing out backpacks, whatever it could be. And we're getting together, going into a and having a basketball tournament, whatever it was, it was something to do. To, to celebrate the King Day holiday, but since Indianapolis, I haven't I haven't been around out here. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's a lot. I found there's a lot of intersectionality uh, between the King holiday and uh, Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed? Well, Juneteenth might be a little bit more festive, I guess, sometimes with the uh, you know the parades and things of that nature. I mean, the King holiday isn't quite that grandiose, but in terms of serving the community and doing good for the community, and and um, honoring the history for the community, the two holidays are quite similar. And guess what? We get both of them. You know, <laughs> a lot of companies don't get, but you know, we're black owned and uh, Hey, we get both of them. So I, you know, I enjoy, but I, I was just noticing that, that they, they, they're kind of intersecting a little bit. Definitely. And we're definitely reaping the benefits of, of, of being employed by a black company. You gotta <laughs> yeah. love it. You gotta love it. But yeah, yeah there yeah. is a lot of similarities uh-huh. between the two. I have to tell you, I, I don't know about you. Growing, you probably knew more about Juneteenth than I did because you grew up in Chicago and I mm-hmm. grew up down in. But I had never heard of it until I went to college. Well, it it was almost that long for me. I I learned about it in in passing almost. Uh, I believe I was in my senior year of high school and my mother had was just saying the word for whatever reason. I'm like, what are y'all talking uh-huh. about? What is Juneteenth? Mm-hmm. And and once I actually read up on it, I'm like, okay, well. There it is. Why, why isn't this? Why isn't this a thing? We should make this a thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, once we got to college, and you start to to align yourself with more like minded people and and people that know a little bit more than you, but also need your your footwork to help build something up and yeah. build a, a community around the Juneteenth celebration. Mm-hmm. It turned into something great. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, my my father, uh, he's eighty three. Yeah, 83. Wow. And uh, he was, te- we were talking about it, and uh, G- he said, Juneteenth, Juneteenth, well, y'all, he, we always called it Emancipation Day. Oh, and I yeah. said, well, I never knew, I never heard you call that anything. He said, yeah. He said, what they call Juneteenth, Tina, we always celebrated as Emancipation Day. And I said, well, what all, what, what, what did Emancipation Day mean or what, what? And so he told me, and he was like, well, the slaves in Texas and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And I said, well, yeah. So, even though he, I mean, he he was born and raised in the same hometown that I was born and raised in, um, and the, the the black community that was there uh, was a lot more robust than what I grew up in. It, it had really gotten a lot smaller. It was larger when he was growing. So he knew about it, and he when he was in school, he had to go to uh, for much of his schooling the colored school. Mm-hmm. So he learned about it in school. Uh, and then I'm in the same place, the same city, same town. And when I go to school, which is now integrated, so to speak, right? And and whatever, no crickets, nothing. Uh, the Emancipation Day was the Fourth of July that I learned about in school. So yeah, yeah, so. yeah. We didn't, we didn't. They they definitely covered up a lot in the textbooks. They didn't want us to 
to know too, too much. It. Yeah, they just they just didn't even. Uh, and so, and that's, that's what I say. And I, I don't want people to get me wrong. I don't, I don't want folks to think that I'm saying uh, integration was was bad or what have you. But there were certain things that we lost. Um, and you know, when we integrated, there, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that we lost when we integrated, and uh, some of our history. Uh, some a lot of our schooling, uh, not some of our history, a lot of our history, a lot of the schooling that was taught in our history, well, it was lost to that. And so I, I, I find myself uh, seeing that my parents knew stuff growing up that mm-hmm. I had to pay to go to college. Yeah, uh, to find out about <laughs> to learn and find out about. Now they didn't. The one thing they didn't say much about it to me. I guess I didn't think about that or to us. But we we learn things. So, but I I don't know. It's, it's it's just really interesting. But uh, yeah, the King holiday is more than a, a day off. Um, it's supposed to be a day on, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of service and 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 helping the community and and doing what you know what he would have done. Uh, so it took forever to get it to be a holiday. So you know we gotta we gotta honor it and and keep it alive. So indeed, indeed, and there's there's plenty to do around the community to. To mm-hmm. uplift your fellow brother or whoever it may be, just yeah. uplift your neighbor, because that's what he was about. It wasn't just, mm-hmm. it wasn't just us. He was centric on us, but it wasn't just us. He believed in e- in equality, and that's something that everybody can get into. So definitely take some time and and figure a way to honor Dr. King. Absolutely, um, I think we're going to be doing that. And mm-hmm. and again, like I said, we're going to try to uh, get to as many. We you know we have two hours. And and the other thing that that's encouraging to see uh, with both the King holiday and Juneteenth is the expansion of the opportunities to observe, the the growing number of events, the growing uh, number of activities, uh, the growing awareness. You know, with each passing year, there's more to do on each holiday. And I love that. And I can tell that there's more to do because I have a hard time getting it all in on, <laughs> on Community <laughs> Connection uh, in, the, in the few days leading up to the holiday and the holiday itself. So uh, uh, kudos to our community for growing in that direction. I, I think that that's great. But Chicago, I mean, there, it's, it's just a, a super large city. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's definitely going to be mm-hmm. a multitude of events. But mostly the ones that I was most familiar with were if it wasn't thrown by our church or our community center, you know, it was usually those type of deals where we would, you know, we bring the kids together. And that's actually something I'm doing with my daughter on Martin Luther King Day. We're taking her up to church. They're going to have a Martin Luther King uh, lesson mm-hmm. at the church, and then they're taking the kids bowling. Aww. So that's what we're going to be doing there when I'm not in here. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, it's a, it's a great thing. And it, it doesn't have to be too, too much. Just get out and spread some love and, that's that's what he was about. That's what I that's what I dig into when I get into Martin Luther King. I get into loving my neighbor and loving my brothers and sisters out here and trying to figure out the best way to, to, to express that. Indeed, indeed. Well, I tell you what, let's go ahead and take a, uh, a quick, 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 quick commercial break, mm-hmm. and we'll be right back. Hopefully we can get right to it um, with the Indiana Civil Rights Commission. We'll be right back. Indy, the legends of gospel are coming for one night only. Marvin Sapp. Thursday, February 15th at Clues Hall. Three of the most iconic voices in gospel music, Donnie McClurkin, Ezekiah Walker, and Marvin Sapp. 
on one stage. Mark your calendar and get your tickets to experience the Legends of Gospel. Tickets available now at the Clues Hall box office and praiseindeed.com. Last time on Get Up Mornings with Erica Kaplan. Today we are talking about sparks flying on your first date when you first met your spouse. One particularly I walked to the store with her and this guy was coming toward us and she said, she said, hey, Killer Wayne. And, and then he kind of just nodded his head. I said, who do you think he just nodded? He think he looked that good? So by the time I got home, I said, who is Killer Wayne? He sure looked good. I want him. <laughs> Woo! Shoot him. I went to this club called 8020. And I asked my friend, she knew him. I said, girl, he be there? I said, well, I'm coming. And I went that night, and I promise you, we've been together for 42 years. That- Come on, Kenny Wayne. Wow. You got your man gone, okay. Regina. Get up. And don't miss a minute of Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell. Get up. On Praise AM 1310 and 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. WTLC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And we're back with Community Connection. Again, want to give you uh, all a heads up about the food and meal distribution at the Indianapolis Urban League uh, that was supposed to take place this morning at 10 a.m. has been moved to Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Thursday morning at 10 a.m., 777 Indiana Avenue. There were weather concerns this morning. Uh, and so uh, in an abundance of caution, as as they all like to say, as we all like to say, out of an abundance of caution, uh, the uh, food and meal distribution has been moved uh, to Thursday at 10 a.m. We'll remind you again before we uh, sign off. Um, as I was saying at the top of the show, and as uh, you know, AJ and I were just Last talking time about. On Get Up Mornings with Erica yes. Today we are talking about what. I know. Okay. <laughs> Gremlins. <laughs> You're okay. It's all right. What, what was that, Erica Campbell's? Uh, yeah, great, great. That's okay. It's okay. Erica Campbell throwing me off. That's all right. You're not throwing off. You were just having a little fun over there, I guess. So. Well, we'll get to that one. We'll get to Erica Campbell. Uh, right now, uh, let's bring in uh, Gregory Wilson. He's the executive director of the Indiana Civil Rights Commission. Um, Mr. Wilson, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you doing, Tina? I'm well. I'm well. How are you today, sir? I'm, I'm excellent. I'm excellent. I just want to, again, first start off by just saying, wishing the radio station my Condolence for the loss uh, of Mr. Jerry Wade. Um, so I just want to make sure that we're mindful of that, and uh, we are going to keep you all in our prayers. We certainly appreciate it. Thank you uh, so, so very much, and I'm sure Jerry would have appreciated it um, as well. Um, we're talking about uh, coming up the King holiday um, and uh, the Indiana Civil Rights Commission, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. celebrations, uh, the Indiana Civil Rights Commission has it covered, it looks like. It looks like you all have it covered. <laughs> yeah, we have we have a couple of events going on um, yeah. Wednesday and Thursday. That's tomorrow and, uh, tomorrow and Thursday, right? That's correct. Tomorrow okay. and Thursday. Okay, okay. Yeah. And so tomorrow's event uh, is on the Circle, Monument Circle. That's downtown. Yeah, I know where it is. Uh, We're sitting on it. 
We're sitting right here on we, oh, we're, we are right here on Monument Circle. Now what what part of the circle are you going to be on north, south, east, gonna, or west? We're going to be on the south side of the circle. Okay, we'll that's where our, we are. That's where we are. We'll do our reef plan uh-huh. uh, placing uh, tomorrow at 6 o'clock. It starts at 6, and uh, we'll be joined by uh, Ask Me Union as well as the Alphas and uh, Indiana Black Expo. And we'll have some singing, and we'll have some words of encouragement and, uh, again, honoring the legacy of Dr. King. Also, one of the things that we've been doing every year for the last three or four years has been the light show that we do on the side of AES building. And this oh, light my. show, I, yeah, it's it's a great light show. Hopefully, everybody will come down. Plus, you'll be able to see it on our, our website. But anyway, it's in honor of Dr. King talking about kind of media uh, back then versus social media today and how the different message is delivered. Uh, I don't know if you, and I can't think of his name, I apologize, but the young man who does the walking tours downtown. Oh, Samson Levingston. Yeah, Samson, Samson Levingston. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Helpers one of another. So uh, anyway, he's going to be doing the video as well as myself. So uh, you'll hear some great words on that video. So that's tomorrow at Mm -hmm. 6 o'clock. And we'll have coffee. So if it's cold, we have Starbucks coffee down there for you. And so you can get some coffee and and hang out with us and honor Dr. King on the circle tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And the next thing we'll be doing is the MOK celebration, and that's Thursday. And that is at uh, 12 o'clock noon in the state capitol on the north atrium inside of the state capitol. And it'll be from 12 to about 1.30. Uh, you'll hear some great singing. You'll hear about some great awardees. Uh, we have a total of five excuse me, seven awardees that we'll be giving awards to. And two of them are young man, one 13 and 16. And I'm not going to give everybody's name out until tomorrow we release our press release. But two young men, one 13, one 16. The 13-year-old is the youngest man, to, youngest young man to get his degree in Indiana history. And they're both from Gary, Indiana. And they're mm. both African-American young men. Mm. I believe I've heard about them. Yeah, I know who so you're talking great, about. Yeah. It's a great story. And then Dr. Ledette, he'll be doing our, our guest speaker. And so it'll be a great event. So, again, that's Thursday at uh, 12 noon. Uh, you can go online and RSVP or just come down. We have plenty of seating. And I just want to make sure people know that we are having these great Dr. King events this week. Yep. Our guest, uh, Gregory Wilson, Executive Director of the Indiana Civil Rights Commission. Uh you know, uh, Greg, without Dr. King and his legacy, would there be an Indiana Civil Rights Commission? No, I don't I don't believe so. I mean, he paved the way for not just us, but so many. And then one of the biggest things that, you know, our agency take, takes away from Dr. King is humanity. When we talk about humanity, and uh, one of our things we'll be talking about is altruism, is that we have to give back. We want to be more than a government agency. We know that each of us has to do something to make a difference in all communities. And so we're just very thankful for the legacies left us and the fact that I, I mean, I have an honor of being able to run this agency. I mean, you just don't know. Uh, I wouldn't do it for free, but I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 but it's rewarding. And everybody who works yeah. at our agency, yeah. they love coming to work. And this is something most people choose to do. Yeah. 
So yeah, and and the 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 functionality, what the Civil Rights Commission does. I mean, for those who may be listening for the very first time and may not have heard you on our show before, uh, tell us about what the Indiana Civil Rights Commission is. Thank you, thank you. So we have five areas of enforcement. Our mission is to eradicate discrimination, but in the five areas of enforcement, that's what the state has uh, given us the authority to do. That's in fair housing, employment, credit, um, workplace, and public spaces. And so if you feel like you've been discriminated in those areas, or if you have a question about discrimination, you maybe don't know where to go. We also have other contacts and resources that we can provide you guidance to. Just call us at 317-232-2600. That's 317-232-2600. Also, you can go on our website, icrc.gov, and we have a portal that you can fill out an inquiry on, and we'll get that and contact you. Yeah. Yeah. And so – the, the the King holiday for the Indiana Civil Rights Commission uh, is not just in in January. I mean, you have the, the day of service that a lot of people do, uh, a lot of organizations and groups and individuals do this month. You, you have it in warmer weather, and can you explain that and what's up for this year? Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad, uh, Tina. Thanks for asking. The fact that we used to do it, on Martin Luther King holiday, actually on the holiday. But, you know, when the governor allowed us to have two days of service, which I'm so thankful for, instead of doing it in the winter where we can't really get some of the things done in the community, you know, we had adopted the Northwest landing area. And um, the fact that last year we did two days of service, we had over 140 volunteers that came out. We asked the neighborhood what are their priorities, and we worked with them to uh, – are you familiar with Frank Young Park? Where is that? Boy, that sounds familiar. I'm not – I guess I'm yeah. not not right off the top of my head. Well, it's it's right over there, and then any other time I would know the name of the street, but it's right over there off of um, – trying to think what Barnes Church is. It's right down the street. Oh, yeah, Barnes uh, United Methodist over there off yeah, of – Yeah, uh, right. Okay. Yeah. It's yes. right down the street. And here's the thing. It turned 100 years old, and we were able to go in with this large volunteer force and work with the Neighborhood Association, and we cut weeds, and we put new mulch down and planted flowers and painted. And, I mean, it looked like a whole other place when we got in. If you come to our um, Martin Luther King celebration on Thursday, you'll hear from one of the residents over who talks about uh, what happened over there and some of the things we were able to do. And this year – we're going back to the neighborhood. But here's the thing is we don't go back and just say, here's what we want to do. We go back and work with the community to find out what they want us to do. And we think this year we're going to have even a bigger workforce so we can even go further than we did before because we went all through Russia uh, Parkway. We went all around that whole neighborhood with beautification projects, and uh, it just was a great experience. And if you want to do something to make a difference, it, it starts with us going out and doing something to help and change things. Yeah. Um, I hear that. uh, So what you're saying is you're going to continue. You're going to stay right there in that neighborhood and just go a little deeper in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bigger projects. Uh, We're going to go as deep as we can. And plus, when you if you do volunteer, we we have breakfast and lunch and plenty of water and tools and things. We're going to ask me union. They help us a lot. Steve Quick and the city of Indianapolis. So we're able to get a whole lot done and 
we're very safe in how we do it. No, that's our adopted community, and we enjoy being there and help make a difference. Yeah, I saw Steve Quick the other day in Costco. Uh, actually, <laughs> he was he he. Yeah, you know, we were talking about uh, young people and and the challenges and and uh, just you know just things in general. Uh, you know, Steve's always very involved and very concerned about the community. So. Um, he's a good friend. He he, he's a good guy. We were standing there in the in the in the, the, the aisles of Costco, no doubt, talking talking shop. <laughs> talking yeah, I love shop. it. I love Indeed. it. Yeah, we 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 always look for people who might want to volunteer. And if you go to our website and just look on there, you'll see what we're doing, events that are coming up. Uh, we partner with community organizations. If you want us to come out and speak, talk, and educate. Uh, about, you know, your rights, your civil rights as it related to our, our statute, which we can do. We'd love to come out. And even sometime if there's a project we can partner in, we, we want to do that as well. So just go to our website, icrc.gov, uh, and uh, follow us on Facebook and on our so- other social media uh, platforms, Instagram. Uh, we have all those things as well. Yeah. All righty. Well, did we forget anything? No, no, thanks, Tina. I just want to appreciate you getting me in, working me in. Uh, um, thank you so much. Oh, thank you and for your patience. See, hopefully, I see everybody it. out there. Yeah, I, I hope so too. Thank you so. Well, you'll be in our front yard right here, so we, we right. will be there. All right. <laughs> thank you. All, All righty. Right. Thank Bye-bye. you. And again, that's uh, Greg Wilson, Executive Director of the Indiana Civil uh, Rights Commission, and um, you know, just sharing about their uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. celebration. Some of it is tomorrow. Some of it is Thursday. Uh, and then another part of it is going to be later uh, in the fall in good weather as they continue their beautification project um, on the near west side. Um, AJ, I'm going to switch gears here a little bit. I'm going to open the phone lines again, 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008. Did you watch the national championship, college football championship last night, the game I last night? did not. I did not watch the game. I didn't eat. I, I, I let me let me not tell that 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 fib. Here's, I saw about ten or twelve minutes of it. I can't even say I saw that. It was so much going on yesterday. Oh my goodness, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, it was more or less watching me, uh, because <laughs> as I was telling Karen, uh, you know, the, the phone, you know, re- regarding uh, you know the passing of Jerry. Uh, everything was just blowing up. Everybody was trying to, you know, to get their bearings. But I did glance at it, and it glanced at me. Um, and I, I felt like the uh, the quarterback for Washington, uh, the the Washington is it Huskies? Yeah, yeah, Washington mm-hmm. Huskies. Pen, uh, Penix, mm-hmm. Michael Penix Jr. He is impressive. I liked him. Um, you know, I don't. I, obviously, Michigan was a little stronger. I think I still think Washington was quicker. I think Michigan was just you know in a better position, for whatever reason, to to pull it out. But I think he's going to be a great pro. I think he's. I think so too. I think IU missed out on that one. I think they. Well, how missed. how did that go? I don't remember. Well, they let uh, him walk. I think they. Uh, they if well, I'm not crazy, it was the offensive coordinator that left as well and went to Washington and and Mike followed him uh-huh. and. He looks like a stud to me. We'll, <laughs> we'll see how it shapes out in the NFL. But, yeah, he he looks really good in that wide-open offense. If he can get the right system behind him in the yeah. NFL, he can definitely do some damage. Like that uh, that Michigan run game, I saw the stats. I didn't see the game, but I saw the stats. <laughs> you know, the most rush yards in bowl history. Oh, in bowl, yes. in, in, a, in a title game history, that's 
That's, that's, that's Big Ten football. <laughs> that's Big Ten football at its best because, yeah. that, you know, Big Ten football is known for that. And, frankly, uh, you know, the, the interest may have been low uh, this year because it wasn't an SEC team in there. And, right. you know, the SEC is has been anointed uh, the champion just about every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and rightfully so because they've been winning a lot. But this year, no SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, the Big Ten uh, prevailed. Uh, now, a lot of people were upset that Michigan was the Big Ten representative <laughs> uh, because of the allegations of cheating and the general overall mistrust of Jim Harbaugh. But uh, be that as it may, that was vintage old school Big Ten football. Run, run, run. Yeah, it looked like Ohio State more so than Michigan to me. They punched it right up the middle and got through them. And mm-hmm. that's, you know. You can't stop that. Once you get that going, especially mm-hmm. in these type of games in a title game where, you know, everything's do or die. Yeah. You're riding on one thing and you guys can't stop this one thing. Well, guess what? And they, it's, it's the fact that Michigan had has a collusion of the two rushers where both of them were having over 100 yards apiece. That's, uh. yeah, it's, that's just tough. Yeah. That's a tough break. 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Also saw this morning some pretty disturbing pictures of uh, uh, Pacers carrying off their teammate uh, Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Uh, looked ugly, like an ugly strain that he had. He's he's going to be out. He had an MRI, so no tear, but uh, an injury. Yeah, it, it did not yeah, look sure. good. Like he mm-hmm. did the splits out there. Yeah, he, like he was trying to do the splits. Yeah, carrying him off the court. That's, that wasn't a good look. I definitely definitely know that game bridge collectively was holding their breaths when they saw that live and was that was that was, could it have been could it have been sweat or something on the floor was that because you know usually every break or whatever you see the the guys yeah, or the gals running the up and mopping the floors um but it i i don't know he just seemed like he lost his footing it definitely it, did seem like he he tried to take off and lost it a little bit you know yeah. it, it happens from time to yeah. time but the the fall was just nasty it, it wasn't something that you want to look mm-hmm. at and you know, Indiana has a, a I, I, I won't I won't say a curse, but it seems <laughs> as though every time a team gets good enough to oh, be talked about, yes, somebody gets hurt, and it's it's just not yeah. what you want to see with Halliburton. You want him to stay healthy, even if you're not a fan of the Pacers itself. You're you should be a fan of his of his playing style and what he's doing, and you know he needs to be on the court, so. I'm glad to hear that he's that it's nothing major, and hopefully he'll be able to get back out there in not too long. You know what? I never thought about that the the curse, the Pacers curse. I know the Colts are cursed, but oh yeah, you know, well the Colts too. Man. Yeah, and Andrew Luck. Yeah. It's, it's it's him. It's Paul George and and Paul George in 2014. It mm. was Victor Oladipo, uh, Victor Oladipo in 2019, and yeah, now we got Halley in this year. But hopefully, you know, Halley seems to have avoided it. So. <laughs> Let's just keep our Let's fingers crossed, see. knock on wood. Keep our fingers crossed. And I am. Yeah. to the finish line. Yeah, <laughs> we, we can only hope. I can't wait to uh, to talk to Danny, uh, Danny Bridges Thursday hmm. uh, to hear his take on, and he may have already written a piece because I guess the piece will come out Wednesday night or Thursday morning, but I, I want to hear his take on the uh, the playoff game over the weekend. I want to mm-hmm. hear what he has to say um, and who he is going to point the finger at. And again, I don't, I don't think that the finger should be pointed at, you know. I've I've made made no secret about it, uh, whatsoever. But I've the, their G, uh, GM Chris Ballard, mm-hmm. not a fan. Oh, never been a fan. Never been a fan. 
Mm. Um, and uh, for various reasons, what have you. But uh, um, and then they say, Ursay, did you hear about that? He's really seriously ill. Jim Ursay. Oh, really? Yeah, they. Uh, uh, let me see if I can find it. I got a text mess, uh, text alert, push alert, that he is being treated for. Um, a severe respiratory ailment. Oh gosh! Yeah, and that um, you know the family wanted to let everyone know that he is being treated uh, and uh, uh, that it's serious. Uh, but you know they're hoping he can recover. And let me see what it says. But yeah, um, sounds like he might have pneumonia or something. I don't know. Well, that's nothing to play with. Nope. Well, we're hoping for a speedy recovery for, oh, for yeah. Jim Ursay. There's yeah. a lot of varying opinions about Ursay, but you never want to see somebody's health fail him. So. No, no. But he's uh, he's in the hospital. Wow. Uh, being treated seriously uh, for some serious. I don't know if he caught one of the the bugs uh, that is, that have been going around. Have you caught any of that that stuff? That messy stuff that's going around. You know, I did get sick uh, in the middle of December. I did get sick for mm-hmm. maybe. 24, 48 hours, and then they left me. But it was a severe twenty four to forty eight hours. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't leave the bed. I thought I was gonna. I thought I was getting out of here. I went, uh, mm-hmm. uh, not yet, please. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it left as, as quick as it came. Yeah, as my grandma used to say, to get here and get out of there. Now, I'm, well, I, I was talking to uh, our our business manager, and she had sounded like exactly the same thing I had because I'm like you. Uh, I didn't think I could lift my head off the pillow. It was just horrible. I couldn't move. And mm. the next day, I was at the store. You know, I, was, mm. I felt good enough to go to the grocery store. Now, I was tired a few days later, uh, you know, but um, uh, scared money don't make money. Okay, well, there you go. That, no, that was uh, that's something over the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Scared money don't make money. Oh, wow. And they are in the playoffs. They have made it yet again. But you know what? Here, here's the thing. This is what I was talking about the other day, AJ. Building a tradition of winning. Mm-hmm. They have a tradition that has been built that it's expected of them. With the Colts, it's expected that, you know, give them an excuse or give them an out. They take the exit lane. Well, at least they made it. Well, it was this or that. There is There are no excuses for certain franchises if you don't perform exactly and that's that's a a great testament to pittsburgh and the steelers and coach tomlin they it doesn't matter what what roster he's got he's going to put it together and make it to the playoffs somehow some way yeah they're going to make it he is it true he doesn't he's never had a losing season never had a losing season 17 years he knows what he's expected to do definitely does yeah now they may not have always made the playoffs every season but he's never had a losing season that is phenomenal that's phenomenal. But that show that shows what good ownership yeah, group he's working right. for, working with. You know, it it just shows you that. And um, I I I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, we we talked about your bears too. But I, you know, have they been owned by the same comp- same family? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely the uh, Hollis family. Hollis, yeah, the Hollis family. But mm-hmm. we'll see how long that lasts. I yeah. believe it, it could end soon, but hopefully. They, <laughs> They keep that going. Yes, indeedy. Well, let's take a quick break right here, and uh, we'll be back with more Community Connection right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection, 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008. 
317-972-3008. Our phone lines are open. Uh, Mr. Russell, go ahead. How are you? Hey, Tina. Hey. You sound, you're sounding good today. Well, thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> First, you know, repeated condolences regarding Jerry Wade. Well, thank you. And well. and uh, I just heard about uh, Jim Mercy's situation, but, you know, Having looked at this whole thing about when the COVID first first hit, uh, I think we have to be kind of uh, not proud, but but appreciative of the way that the the world and the countries kind of responded. Because I don't know if you remember when it first was uh, publicized and they showed uh, what was happening in China, and they were nailing people's doors shut you know, in China and uh, all kinds of crazy things. So it is uh, uh, great that, that, the, that the world and the country has responded. But at the same time, I don't think we can relax in terms of uh, right, uh, these germs because they are definitely out to get us. And that's not a fable. You know, it's true. And uh, one thing I wanted to, uh, to, to kind of remind some and, maybe announce to others is that one of the things that seems to be kind of a baseline in this this whole uh, situation with COVID and whatnot is that you have to worry about uh, pneumonia. You know, the pneumonia is what seems to be really the biggest culprit in taking people out of here. So Mm -hmm. there are uh, 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 vaccinations available. I know the COVID shot is kind of controversial and People have different ideas about it and whatnot, but uh, uh, I would hope that people would at least take a good look at the pneumonia uh, vaccination and, and, and uh, act accordingly. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, it says here. Uh, thank you for bringing that up, Mr. Russell uh, and AJ. Here it is. Uh, AJ hadn't seen it. Indianapolis Colts. This is from ESPN. Uh, Colts owner Jim Irsay being treated for severe respiratory illness. Um, the team said Tuesday, uh, Ursay 64 would not be appearing with his band at the Ursay collection event in Los Angeles, uh, receiving excellent care and looks forward to returning to the stage as soon as possible. Uh, no additional information provided by the Colts at this time and ask that privacy be, uh, uh, respected. So yeah, it's, it's more than a notion. I tell you, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It has- and, and I think, a lot of times, you know, we're, we're deluded into to thinking that when, when things are going well, that it'll always go well. But, you know, you have to constantly be on alert and vigilant because uh, there, are people, there are things out there that take take us out. You know, we do have enemies. And, you know, it's, it cuts across the board of everything. But we do have enemies that want to take us out of here. Yeah. So, Absolutely. But keep up the good work. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. Russell. Really appreciate it. Um, And you be safe out there, Uh, indeed. 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. Chaplain Ruth, go ahead. How are you? Hello, Tina. Hello. Taking my call, and wow, that was a shocker. Because every time I would see Jerry... We'd always hug, hey, cuz, you know, and he was always the same. I never did see him with an attitude, you know, and not want to, you know, how you can Mm -hmm. run into people who don't want to talk. But he was always the same. And what gets me 
as I'm listening to everybody talk about the great things about him, why didn't we do something to celebrate him? You know, my mother used to say when she was alive, give me my flowers where I can smell them. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. don't wait till I can't smell them. Yeah. Yeah, and Tina, sense. I know you are humble and I know you are modest, but I'm going to put it out there. And I know all of your loyal listeners are listening. We need to celebrate you. You've been um, doing this show now how long? Uh, how long yeah. has it been? Uh, that's you know what to to me and I appreciate it. Thank you, Ruth. And that that's very 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 nice of you. But you know it's not about me. It's it, and I I mean that in all sincerity and all humility. It's not. I don't need a, a celebration. I I'm I'm grateful if the community uh, is able to connect with each other. Uh, then you know the job has been done. But it's so kind of you to say that. But no, we don't need to celebrate me. We don't. Uh, need to do that but it's it's so you know my celebration and my joy uh and my uh you know my satisfaction comes from uh just just being here being able to talk to folks uh you know having folks um learn things know things having folks interact with each other that's 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 reward enough that's really reward enough uh, for me, and those are my flowers, uh, believe it or not, uh, every day. I get to smell them every single day. Every day I see a call come up uh, on that line, that's a flower uh, because it means somebody is wanting to interact with us, uh, with me being here. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, you know, and I appreciate it more than you know, but we're, we're good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really, really good. 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. We have a brand new listener line, 317-972-3008. We're going to get back to the phone lines. I uh, got a call here or two waiting, uh, and we will get to it. Uh, let's take a quick break right here, and uh, we'll be right back. And we are back with Community Connection. I told you it was going to be a short break. Told you it was going to be a short break. Thank you again, uh, Ruth. Uh, that you are you are a joy. You are an angel, and you're very very kind. Thank you. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. We have a new listener line uh, to go along with our new location. For now, three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Sharon, go ahead. How are you? Well, thank you for taking my call. I just um, I have fond memories of Mr. Wade. Um, mm-hmm. Originally, when he first came to the station, this was back in the day when you guys had the fantastic plastic card, and we, <laughs> my mom, we went out of the way to go to Cash Bargain Center uh-huh. in Brightwood, and he was there. Uh-huh. And that was my first interaction with him. And um, his show has uh, produced a lot of beautiful babies over the years. <laughs> and we're going, to, we're, we're going to miss that. And here most recently, I really appreciated the role that he took with our senior community because my mom used to attend uh, his facility out on Post Road. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Quality of and, life. Uh, yeah, quality of life. Y- yeah. yeah. Um, wonderful facility. My mom really enjoyed mm-hmm. working there. and we're, He's he's a pillar in the community, and he's going to be sorely missed. 
Yeah, well, thank you for that. And, uh, yeah, that you know, that's an amazing facility, uh, Sharon, by the way, um, that your mother was there. My uncle was there uh, as well uh, for a, a brief amount of time. And you're right, he, he, uh, he kept the party rolling, uh, whether it, it was uh, teenagers or, or uh, junior high, middle schoolers, it didn't matter, or senior citizens, he found a way. Uh, to keep things rolling because he he loved what he was doing he just he just absolutely loved it and um you know he certainly again will be uh will very much be missed um the new listener line for us right here 317-972-3008 317-972-3008 one more time 317-972 3008 is the number. Um, new listener line to go along with a new location right down here on Monument Circle. And by the way, uh, we are loving our new location. Uh, as we sit in the studio, we are, you know, just looking out the window uh, at the Soldier and Sailors uh, Monument. Uh, it's uh, it's still lit up with the Christmas lights, by the way. Um, I remember uh, AJ was saying, that uh, some of the old schoolers like, no, 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 take those Christmas lights down. It's after Christmas. It's bad luck uh, to leave your Christmas lights up after Christmas. Uh, is that what you were telling me, AJ? Sure was. Yeah. My grandma definitely used to say that. He's like, get the Christmas lights down before the new year. Before the new year. <laughs> I had never heard that. I'd never heard that. Yeah, so so superstitious. Was, was there a superstition about uh, uh, opening an umbrella or, or as they say in Hoosier land, umbrella in the middle of the house? Definitely, definitely the umbrella the house was a no-go can't do that you can't uh what else couldn't we do don't we, split the pole don't go oh, please don't split the pole no definitely don't split do the not pole. split the uh-uh, pole uh-uh. With, with granny you're gonna get yeah. smacked it's what, not- <laughs> yeah what i used to remember we have to we used to have to stay at my grandmother's house and when it would storm turn off she'd turn off all the lights and make every you know and she'd get off the phone mm-hmm. turn off every i said why are you gonna turn off the lights because it can start a fire yes, <laughs> i'm like yes. what Never did understand that, but everybody had to. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Everybody had to go uh, to the other side of the house and sit down in the dark until the storm passed, and nobody was allowed on the phone until the storm passed. So the storm, the storm, the storm. But um, uh, what is it? Don't walk under uh, a a ladder. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's the other one? I I remember a lot of them. Can't walk under ladders, can't step on cracks. Uh, don't step on a crack and you break your mother's back after labor day don't wear white after labor day although you can wear winter white right i, I wear a white coat every day so i'll break, <laughs> that, I'll break that rule I'll yeah break that one. <laughs> i like to break that one as well uh josephine go ahead how are you i'm fine how are you doing well thank Tina. you doing well thank you uh, my condolences to every thank every you. family member of gary j j wade i'm sorry oh that's okay and uh uh, uh one family. Uh, I'm really sad. sorry to hear that. I heard, heard about that yesterday on TV, and uh, it was really unexpected. I'm sorry to hear that. I really didn't know him personally or anything, really. I really didn't listen to his music uh, when it was on, uh-huh. but my heart is saddened to hear his loss because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people embraced him and cared about him, mm-hmm. and no one wants to hear about someone passing. It's a sad uh, no. event. No. Uh, but uh, you know, life goes on, and you have to get up and march. I know you have to mourn and grieve. That's part of the process. But I don't think he will want you to grieve too long. And mm-hmm. from what I understand, I'm listening to you on the radio. It seemed like he was very positive, uh, very 
optimistic type of person. So I think he'll want you to go on mm-hmm. in a positive way. Yeah. But I, 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 I'm putting, uh, uh, changing the subject altogether totally. Uh, uh, the situation with former President Trump and the Supreme Court. Uh, why aren't people pro? Uh, we always hear about the supporters of uh, uh, President, former President Trump, and how they support him. Why come we we won the we won the vote by what was it eight nine million votes? But we uh, you never hear anybody about us protesting or marching uh, pro Biden or uh, why come we're not marching on the Supreme Court, letting them know how we feel. Uh, preserve the Constitution or or something like that. I can't go personally. If I could, I would. But there's no doesn't seem to be any reaction from us. We just seem like we sit around, don't do anything. And I, I'll take my mess, uh, question off there. That's a kind of a question, comment. You know, thank you, uh, Josephine. And I, you know what, it's it's a hard question to answer definitively because there's so many ways to answer it. Um uh, you know the you know sometimes it depends on what the issue is uh it depends on when the issue hits it 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 is it, there's just so many moving pieces to that question uh but i understand the frustration uh as to why there's not more outrage over you know over certain things but when you consider donald trump and his legal issue they're like a leaky boat aj i mean where do you start you know, seriously, if you, if you want to organize a, you know, a considerable uh, and consistent anti whatever, how you got, how many cases do you have to, you know, I, I don't know, you, you just spread yourself thin. I, that's what I'm thinking. Where do you start? What's the most important? What's, they're all very important because yeah. they all lead to, uh, you know, weakening of democracy. But my goodness, the man has had so many uh problems and so many issues and, and run afoul uh, seemingly of the law so many times. Where mm-hmm. do you start? There's not enough time in a day and not enough vacation or sick time in the world for all mm-hmm. of us to be able to make it there all the time if we did every one of that man's mm-hmm. cases. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there need, maybe there should be a rallying point or a rallying case, I guess. If, yeah. You know, if there's a case that people can rally around in huge numbers and, and move the needle, so to speak, uh, Maybe we should we should identify one, but at this point in time, I mean, it's just all over the map. I, I I'm not sure that's the answer Josephine wanted to hear, and I'll think about it some more. But uh, right now, I the, the, I guess the short answer is I don't know. I, I don't know what it's going to take. Mm-hmm. Really, don't know. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero. Oh, uh, Councillor Lewis is with us. Okay, uh, Councillor Maggie Lewis, City County Council Majority Leader. How are you? Happy New Year. I am well. How are you? Happy New Year to you. Good. Glad to hear you're well. Happy New Year. First uh, first council meeting of the new year. Uh, a whole lot of new stuff going on, right? Yes, ma'am. It's a new year, a new term. Um, and so last night we hit the ground running. It's probably the shortest meeting um, <laughs> of, <laughs> of every year. So it was nice to get out um, at a somewhat decent time. But yes, uh, New year, a lot of the same priorities, uh, seven new members of the city county council. So we'll spend some time getting them acclimated to yeah. the rules of operations, if you will. But again, uh, ready to, to rock and roll and, 
and start off the, the, the new year and a new term. Something that might be a little confusing for uh, some of the residents uh, of Indianapolis and Marion County are the new district numbers, representative yes. numbers. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. So there's still 25 members of the City County Council. If you get on the IndyGov website and just click under City County Council, it'll show the new maps and our new numbers. And pretty much all of us now have have new numbers. And your new number is? Five. 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 <laughs> is that hard to so, get used to? It, it is. And mm-hmm. um, uh, last year I kept giving out the wrong district number, but, you know, I was still District 10, but campaigning in District 5, which truly is a new district. And so, yeah, it gets a little confusing, confusing for me, and I sit in the seat, so I can only imagine um, how complicated it may be for our constituents. And so, again, that information is on our website. So what are some of the challenges going to be early on as we as we kick off the new year? What are some of the challenges that are that are up front right away? Yeah, so well, a couple of things. One, this is the time of year where we as a municipality as a city kind of sit back and watch our state legislators as I shared in the past our authority comes from our state legislators and so while they're in session like everyone will be watching what's taking place there. It's not a budget year, but again, um, they are in session. Our authority comes from them, so we'll be paying close attention to what takes place um, at the other end of Market Street, uh, the, the weather, right? It's it's winter, and so <laughs> with winter comes uh, uh, potholes and, and traffic accidents, and so I encourage folks, as I've done in the past, to if you see a pothole um, or the snow's not, not plowed, to call the mayor's action line, and that number is 327-4622. And so, again, I encourage everyone to utilize that line to do all weather road reporting. Uh, the the mayor's action line, is that just for roads and highways? It's, it's, it's for everything, but I just... It, because it's that time of year where, mm-hmm. <laughs> again, where 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 it's snowing, it's slushy out. There, you know, there's issues with potholes or roads not being plowed. I would report any of those types of things at the mayor's action line. Three one seven three two seven. What's the other? What's the last four digits? Four six two two. Four six two two, and that's the mayor's action line. Okay. Yep. Yep. So you can report there. Um, also, this time of year, the mayor will there will be several reappointments, and so he'll appoint his cabinet. But then also our commissions, our various boards throughout the uh, city and county, we're looking for individuals to serve there. And so those reappointments and new appointments will take place over the next few months as, as well. Any so, word yeah. yet on um, who the mayor may be looking at appointing <laughs> as chief of police? No, ma'am. Oh, come on now. You got it. You know. <laughs> I can't do any exclusive. <laughs> oh, not, not the, you don't want to kick off the first of the year with yeah. an exclusive right yeah, here on Community Connection, huh? <laughs> yeah, I would love to, but I'm sure Mayor Joe would not like that at yeah. all. So. Yeah. 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 Well, so let me ask you this. Do, do you have any idea of what the timeline might look like as far as when a new chief of police might be put in place? Oh, so it's my understanding that Chief Taylor is going to serve to the end of the month, and so I would look for a name to come out in the next few weeks. Okay. Um, yeah. Will there be somebody uh, immediately, like the the same day or within a, uh, within a few days of when Chief Taylor steps out of that role, or do you think there will be a, a gap in between there? 
I, I can't really tell. So whoever the individual is, they'll, their name, they will make their way to the city county council. So the mayor will appoint that individual, and then they will come um, like any other appointment through the city county council. So we'll ratify that appointment. Has there ever been a time when the council has not approved a mayor's choice? Uh, not since I've served. There's been times where we push back not lots of questions, but I don't think we actually... And I'm, and I'm thinking of one specific chief. I don't think it actually made it to the council where we voted against him. I'd have to go back and look. But there's been times where it's, it's been really close and um, lots of spirited conversations around that individual. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then, like you say, the, it's it's the winner. Uh, we're we're expecting. Um, my goodness, uh, t- today the snow did not really. Uh, you know, uh, I guess accumulate or right. or come into being as we thought it might. You know, there was a fifty-fifty chance of rain or snow mm-hmm. uh, Friday. Uh, a little bit more. So, what kind? When you say that you can call the mayor's action line if a street hasn't been plowed or what have you, what constitutes mm-hmm. getting that street plowed? I mean, um, is it is there a a hierarchy? Is the deal uh, in dot? Yeah. Uh, I mean, how, uh, whatever, I don't DP, know, yeah, DPW, it, it, DPW. Yeah, DPW, yes, and ask me. So there, they have, like, the major, major thoroughfares will obviously be the top priority, and then they'll make it to the side streets. But, again, the, the major roads, 38th, Lafayette, Lafayette Street, those types of roads um, are always the the top tier, if you will, and then they start on the, the neighborhood streets. Yeah. So uh, Meridian, North, South, and 38th Street, mm-hmm. East, and East and West, those mm-hmm. are the t- top two. Yeah. yeah. And then those, the, types those types of streets. And then as far mm-hmm. as potholes uh, reporting, there's not a pothole hotline, right? No. There no. should be. You know that, right? <laughs> you know, I keep telling, I keep telling everybody <laughs> I mean, I that. The, there I, should I be like just. The Mayor's Action Center is, 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 becomes that in, from January yeah. to about March, mm-hmm. but yes. Yeah, it, it should I, be. I will just, share that. Yeah, just a pothole clearing line, I think. You know, so that we know mm-hmm. that there's nothing but potholes that are going to this line, this number. Because the Mayor's Action Center, as you said earlier, it's mm-hmm. not just snow removal. Mm-hmm. If, like, street doesn't right. get plowed. It's not just potholes. It's a lot of things that, that happens Trash, in, the, you yes. know, tra- in mm-hmm. and out of the mm-hmm. city. But when mm-hmm. the city has a problem, uh, as pronounced as potholes, I, I just don't know mm-hmm. that there's any, any bigger because that's year-round. Mm-hmm. It's not just snow or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell the mayor when he comes on again, why don't you set up a line uh, for just potholes only? I don't know. He, mm-hmm. he's, they, there's, there's always been pushback about that, but I mean, it, it I'll, might be I'll too simple. I'll make simplistic. sure I share that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I mean, it's a great idea. I'll, I'll share that with DPW um, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. They'll probably listen, honestly. Oh, you think? Well, let's hope so. I, yeah, mean, yeah, I, I just think yeah. it would be so much simpler. And you wouldn't have to weed through because, you know, if you're taking calls off that mayor's action line, there, I can mm-hmm. see five or six different stacks that those calls could go into. Whereas mm-hmm. if you have one, you know, just one, you know it's potholes. It, uh, to me, it seems to be easier to whittle through and to get to mm-hmm. it. And, you know, whether or not the, all of them are taken care of is, is a moot point. The fact of the matter is that it's one place for all of them mm-hmm. to go to. So mm-hmm. uh, it would be. It would be one place. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. Well, we got, we got to get rid of that these. feedback with him. Yeah, because right. I, I just hit another mm-hmm. one the other day. <laughs> I just, I no, it didn't hurt my my tires. Uh, even though I just put new ones on, it didn't hurt. Mm-hmm, but it mm-hmm, it kind of mm-hmm. concerned me a little bit because it was it was dark and I just didn't see it. But you know, mm-hmm, what's mm-hmm. new? I mean, we just keep working toward it. Everything is a process, right? 
everything's a process and we yeah. keep uh, uh, investing in our infrastructure. And again, I recognize it gets frustrating. You and I have had this conversation before about yeah. how many times we've had to do our tires, but we continue to invest in our, in our infrastructure. And uh, again, I mentioned the state legislators will have a conversation again about how the road dollars are distributed mm. when, throughout well, the state of Indiana. When's that going to be? And, and how does that usually turn out? When is that going to be? So that, that I'm sure that conversation is start down the sessions in um, the mayor and his team will go over. I, I don't have an exact date, but during the session, there's always a conversation around uh, road dollars distribution. Yeah. Yeah. The lawmakers. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, the, the it's not a budget season. Um, no, right? it's, not. it's not a budget session. So, um, I, yeah. But who, who knows? Anything can happen um, while they're in session. Yeah, indeed. Well, we got it. You know, the, the, it just means every whatever we need to take over there it needs to be done with a little more urgency because it is such mm-hmm. a short session. So, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Did absolutely. we forget anything? Nope. Um, again, I encourage everyone to spend some time uh, looking up who their new city county councilors are. That information is posted on our on our website, and with your permission, I'll I'll continue to provide updates on all things city county council. Well, we'd appreciate that. We certainly would, and I'm sure our listeners appreciate it as well. So thank Thank you you very much again. Happy New Year. Uh, Congratulations on your new district number five, district five, Five. (laughs) district five representative. (laughs) So, all righty. Well, thank you so much. We'll be talking with you again soon. My pleasure. Take care. You too. And um, again, as I was saying, a final reminder that the food and meal distribution at the Urban League has been moved to Thursday. It was due uh, or scheduled rather for today. It was scheduled for today. Uh, but due to weather concerns that did not necessarily transpire, but regardless, I mean, better safe than sorry, uh, the uh, distribution was moved to Thursday. 10 a.m., same place, Urban League Headquarters, 777 Indiana Avenue. No requirements whatsoever, no registration. Just come as you are. Uh, show up and, you know, drive through, and you'll get your, your box of supplies. It, the distribution is just that simple. Um, no questions ever asked, nothing. Uh, and it is COVID safe. So uh, there you have that. Um, I think that's about all. Do you think we missed anything, AJ? Um, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. We yeah. covered all the bases today. I think we did. Well, we tried to as many as we could. <laughs> we tried. We definitely tried as many as we could. So, yeah. But um, that is indeed, I guess, all the time we have for right now on Community Connection. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Willie Moore Jr. on the radio. Willie Moore is up next. Thank you, as always, for listening. Don't forget our new call-in number is 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008. As always, be safe and be well. Until tomorrow, I'm Tina Cosby, and this is Community Connection. Mm-hmm.